0: Hey everybody, welcome to the world's okayest mountain bike podcast. If you only knew what it has taken for me to just get this microphone set up tonight, because I'm in my basement <laughs> recording, but not alone. We are here with the man who's making all Missouri mountain biker dreams come true right now. The man who... I, uh, he, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be having this big mountain enduro, by the way, if you haven't heard, which if you're listening to this, I'm sure you have, uh, big mountain enduro 2021, May 2nd, the first round of the series is going to be in Missouri, not in Colorado, not in Montana, not in New Mexico in Missouri, down at Ironton at Shepherd mountain bike park. And the guy who's designing the whole thing is sitting here in my dirty, messy basement, He's the man behind Jagged Axe Trail Designs, Alex Scott. Alex, how you doing? Scoot up, Good. scoot up here a little closer Good. to the microphone. Yeah, make I mean, sure I feel that, like you that get was
1: you. quite the intro, but yeah, I'm I try.
0: So I've been trying <laughs> to get Alex on this thing for a long time now. And it's just never worked out. I'll say. I thought that's where your intro was going. Is what it took to get me. Nailed yeah, down no that <laughs> compared to getting this microphone set up to record it seems like that was relatively easy at this point so what are you doing up here in missouri we're, we're in an undisclosed location uh north of ironton about 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're here
1: why are you here yeah up for the weekend finishing out some flag lines working on the second black trail on the mountain with the crew Working on
0: so so have we decided officially? Is the first black trail going to be double black designation? Uh,
1: Seems best case, just call it double black. I feel like we probably should. We're getting might as well.
0: Yeah, we're getting feedback from a lot of people that have seen it, and they're
1: like, "A lot of things you can't go around."
0: Well, I think it would be the smart thing to do relative to what we have to ride in St. Louis that's designated as black. Um. If those things are black, these are like quadruple black. Red. <laughs> so, red. These pro, are red. So, online. we'll probably call it double black <laughs> just to scare people off. But I finally have him on the podcast, and I want to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a trail builder. But first, I want to talk about your new bike. Oh, boy. So, I have never really had Yeti envy.
1: I can't see until you got one for some reason,
0: <laughs> and now I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Just wait until I let him ride it. Uh, what size is it? Extra, size? It is. You got an XL, large, yeah, yeah. yeah that be that'd be that'd big be pretty. It's gonna be feel pretty big for me. So, what, which <laughs> which build did you
1: get? What did you get? What do you have? Uh, I have the Yeti SB150. It's the GX build, I believe the see yeah. no, one. Yeah, are, are they still C2? doing that
0: stupid Turk thing?
1: Yeah, they are. I don't actually know their builds that well. Like, uh, yeah, never really been. Because huge... you are
0: just you're a trail builder, not a dentist. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. For sure. No Turk for you. You're just average Joe. You know uh, what? I looked yours up, and the price on it is actually like the retail on it is less than the retail on like a new Trek slash 9.8. And the only thing on the Trek slash 9.8 that I can think of that might be better, more expensive, better is relative to who you ask are the carbon wheels. Yeah.
1: That's, that's really it. And I was like, no, it's a, it's a sweet bill. Well. Uh, honestly. Yeah. I can't say that I really ever had a huge Yeti, you know, envy or, anyway never really got on with the hype but it rides pretty sweet i uh, can say after a couple of weeks on it that it feels fast should we pause and I hate that the bike bikes don't feel fast but it gives me confidence to go fast you know,
0: i t- took you to a fourth you,
1: place you feel you know down in the bike good head angle feels really planted it's like a more planted sentinel that's Kind of the best. Yeah, you had the old version say. of the
0: Sentinel. Um, I wonder how the new one feels, though. Have you ridden the newer Sentinel with the 150, 160?
1: No, no, I haven't. It's probably, the
0: new probably one. pretty similar. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna pause this podcast. You won't really notice the difference, but we're gonna make sure it's actually recording real quick. And we're back, and you're probably wondering what that was all about. <clears throat> we just had to make sure this was recording because. I'm doing this a different way than usual, but I figured it would sound better than my phone in the truck is the way Krangle and I usually record when we're going to ride. So anyway, <clears throat> we have the this this world-renowned trail builder here <laughs> who's but look, agree or disagree. Big Mountain Enduro is the premier enduro series in the United States. Agree or disagree? Y- yeah, yeah. agree. agree. Okay. They currently have four rounds on their 21, 2021 schedule. And you are responsible as trail builder. That would be my uh, water softener charging up. <laughs> Just ignore that. Okay, back to what we were saying. Wait, Ooh, it's it's going to be hissy. I'll, I'll edit it out. <laughs> you are responsible for how many of those rounds as far as the tr- where they're going and the locations? Uh, two. 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 That's half. So, technically speaking, (laughs) you're the trail builder for half of the 2021 Big Mountain Enduros, unless they add a fifth round, which I know they're working on, but I have no idea where that's going to be. I just know Ironton, Shepherd Mountain, and Glorietta, and Angel Fire? No, 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 no. No, No, not Angel Fire. Winter Park and uh, Big Sky. Yep. 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 So... Yeah. yeah. So what, look, why, why do you think it is people like your trails so much? Hmm. It's okay that, to brag on yourself. No,
1: no, no. no. I'm just, I, I don't know why. I've never thought of it in that way. Like, why do people like the trails? Um, okay, well, let's we do, that this. I was going to say, what's your, what's kind
0: of, if you were to say, this is what, my philosophy as a trail builder is. I,
1: I think, like, we, I say we, like, you know, all our guys do a great job of this as well. And gal. But, and gal. Morgan, what's up? <laughs> um Oops. Anyway. Uh, yeah, try and, like, utilize what's there uh, more than some builders, I think. Not to say we don't manufacture some features. We don't, you know, we do stack jumps. We do add things. But. Use what's there first, and then add what's needed, because it gives you a more natural feel. And uh, I like rocks. I Like to use a lot of rocks. Much. Do you like rocks? As much natural rock. I don't like. I don't like staircases. Like a manufactured rock garden. If you're just building stairs, isn't a rock garden. It's just stairs. It's just. So it's more. You have a. You don't.
0: let's put it this way you wouldn't like map out like in the way you do it is you don't say okay here's the trail i want to build and then go take a machine and sculpt the trail out of the side of the mountain it's more well let's go to the mountain see how the mountain is laid out how it flows and see if we can connect what's already
1: there yeah dude shepherd provided the goods it's already all up there it's already there i mean if you're talking green trails you have to do a lot more carving that's a whole other story but if we're talking about like enduro type trails black trails even the blues um yeah use what's there you know find like the good natural like shoots and rock drops and everything else before you go building those same features somewhere just because the alignment works you know yeah. like
0: now you've been out there today in this beautiful rainy weather. It's pretty chilly. Flagging a new
1: line. Did you flag the new blue line too, or just the black? No, just black today. We're still trying to figure out some 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 alignment issues on that blue, where we wanted to go, and figuring out the best uh, spots for dirt because that one's going to be a little more manufactured with some raw sections, but then like, uh, but then having some tables and stuff built in there. Okay. Almost like a scaled-down, modern blue DH track, if that makes sense. So, I'm like, good, doesn't, I don't it doesn't make means. any sense. But, well, like, DH tracks now, you have, like, these really raw, taped-in sections where the lines kind of form, and, mm-hmm. like, the racers determine that. But then they'll bust out into the open and have cool. huge berms big and big tables berms and, and doubles and, and so. whatever else. Just a much more low-key version of that obviously not as steep but having some raw sections that aren't taped but they're corridored out at a certain width and let those lines fill in but then you know they'll funnel into a point where we find good dirt big berm throw a couple jumps in and then right back into the raw
0: okay so there's going to be some more jumps if krangle was on here he'd be he'd be jumping for joy
1: Yeah, I mean, we're friends on Facebook. I've seen it. He he just just wants wants a line. (laughs) That's all he wants.
0: He doesn't. He doesn't want to suffer for it. there's Uh, not that much dirt up there. I (laughs) I mean, there's dirt, but there's not that much where you you kind of have to take it. There's not a line dirt. So, what? What's? I know usually people start these podcasts talking about your background. I think we'll save that for the end since we didn't start with it anyway. But as a so you've got your own trail building company, I think you told me earlier you've got ten employees, not including yourself and Kelsey. Yep, your wife, who's here with your little baby, hanging out upstairs watching TV. Not that anybody needed to know that, but <laughs> in the life. So tell me, like, what are the? Let's give me like the the best thing and the worst thing about being a trail builder. Let's start with the worst. thing. What's the worst part of the job of owning your own trail building company or doing the job that maybe people uh, wouldn't necessarily know? Because I think a lot I of people. Say, I
1: think there's two different answers here for each of those as okay. well, because owning versus just being a builder. And I've been in both those situations. I'd say just being a builder. I never. I. This is a weird one. I always hated corridor work. I don't know why. Explain I like, what that is when you uh, say corridor. Sorry, yes. Uh, just clearing the brush, especially in thick sections. It just doesn't feel like you're getting anything done. I love the dirt work side of things. I love seeing the visual progress on the ground and going, I'm going to ride my bike on that later today. First tracks. like First so tracks, the so best part of the like, job. <laughs> I feel like a lot of West Coast people don't even understand that mm, problem. Yeah, Midwest and Texas is pretty bad. Uh, New Mexico's hit or miss. It wasn't too bad. but um, There's yeah, some spots and, that and I then, was
0: trying to walk to maybe come up with a stage that we ended up not needing. <laughs> but I literally, it was starting to get dark. I had to turn around and climb back up the mountain because it got to a point where I could not get, get through some-
1: the brush. Bramble and just it was, thorns and everything else. And it would have been a
0: sweet line too, but <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you can't hand do this. That was
1: just like a weird. Like I just, I don't know. I always hated that when I was on the ground every day. Um, and weather sucks. It's kind of, you know, a weather dependent job. So if it's freezing outside, I don't, I don't mind the heat as much. I hate the cold. If it's fifteen degrees, I don't really want to be out yeah. building. If the ground's frozen, you're swinging a pick at the dirt, and it's pinging off like it's a rock it's just not a great great time to be out there what about as as the owner um I think the well getting contracts mm, yeah well okay I would say the stress of having people rely on you for a job is definitely looming at times you're like man we gotta get these contracts going and uh yeah, I mean, it's it's been fine, but it's just, you know, it definitely is some, like, pressure that you don't think about until you do own it and you have 10 people working for you that you care about. Um, And then not building. Not building as much is the downfall of owning. Well, at least owning where we kind of are managing multiple crews in multiple states. I do a lot more balancing between job sites and, uh, looking at future contracts than i do on the ground which is why today was sweet yeah it's about time you got back (laughs) up here it's been it's been a while (coughs) and that you've since the last time you
0: were up here and i just want to remind you um i know you've got three different jobs going on right now but only one of them is a place that's hosting a big mountain enduro in 2021 so you're not wrong you need to you need to get up here more um so what's
1: the best what's the
0: best part of owning and the
1: best part of being a trail builder um mentioned this earlier but visual progress. I love just like seeing what you did at the end of the day. Like I just couldn't couldn't do a desk job. I love like seeing the result of your labor and then getting to ride it and like being creative. Um basically given a blank canvas and get to just make something out of it, not to get all like artsy on it, but it's just sweet to make something that you get to then use and i love riding bikes so that's a lot of fun
0: well i imagine a lot of mountain bikers you know i don't think the at least in the midwest the thought of building mountain bike trails for a living was on anybody's radar until the northwest arkansas thing kind of took off and then there were definitely jobs opening up down there but i think a lot of us we think we would love to do that job if we felt like we could make a living doing it, but
1: yeah, I always uh, <laughs> I always laugh like with new new hires, kind of just tell them straight up in the beginning that I know this is a uh, if if a romantic idea of a job, if you will. Um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it sounds so sweet! I just like to, like ride my bike and be outside." Yes. But also you have to do corridor, which I hate. No, <laughs> I mean, and it's I mean it's a, uh, it's brutal work whether you're, um, in the machine or not. I mean a lot of hand built trails too. Um, you're moving rocks all day long. It definitely takes a toll on your body. It's hot. It's cold. A little bit of everything. Uh, so it's not for everyone. But I mean the people that love it love it, and uh, we've definitely built a team of people who really enjoy it and are making a career out of it
0: well i remember i learned this must be true back in 20 i guess it was 2018 and you were you were building in Bella Vista. you had been working on the passion play we had the race there and you told me you're like dude you're gonna you're gonna beat me in this race like you built the trails you're like you don't understand i don't Ride. I don't get to ride anymore. I'm busy <laughs> building. I'm just like, whatever. Because when whatever. I first started racing, that first year I raced in Texas, and you were at almost every race I was at, I was riding a lot and more. you waxed me <laughs> at like every race, and I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, I oh, don't, I'm so sick of this guy winning every time we race.
1: And then, so we till we motos, you're going to do two laps by the time I do one. If you ever if you ever bring it up here. Uh, no, it was raining. It was But rain.
0: we get there and you're like I'm telling you you you're, you're going to beat me. I'm like whatever. And then I did. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, he must not ride at all. <laughs> like no legs. whatsoever. Chicken legs. <sighs> yep. So, we can get to the background. You don't have to spend a ton of time on it. Um <laughs> But you're not see what I think a lot of people get surprised at which I say this prefaced by I mean coming from certain people that I know involved with Big Mountain Duro like there this it's not an exaggeration to say if you had not been hired in Jagged Axe as the company building it Shepherd Mountain and Ironton I've I've heard it said by someone who would know that there would be zero, like they never would have Remotely taken it serious enough that Missouri could host one of these and have like good stages if it wasn't that you specifically were the trail builder. I say that because something that almost everyone, when they find this out, when you know we were talking with the city and stuff, is it's like, yeah, he's got his own trail building coming, blah, blah blah, like you're not that old,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I how old so, are you
0: now? 25. 25, right? So, and you started Jagged Axe, like,
1: several years ago. Yep. (coughs) Officially, um, 2018, so it's been two years, two and a half years. Yeah. uh, Officially, um, we were kind of... Getting some framework for it and getting the ball rolling before that, and he, like even did some jobs kind of under our own name, but not like an official. We gotta LLC get you on one of those and...
0: thirty under thirty lists or something. Oh, I don't know. About I mean, that. not very many. Look, not very many twenty-three year olds. Of course, I don't. I, I don't know what if you have how long you've had ten employees or how many you started with, but not many twenty-five year olds own their own business with
1: ten employees. It's not just not normal. Well, so let's give credit where credit's due. I couldn't do it without Kelsey. Cause she actually does like the hard stuff about the business. I'm just, you know, the oh, monk, she handles the, like uh, a... yeah. I'm the uh, the the monkey on the ground, just moving dirt. So yeah. <laughs> she's younger than you are, isn't 20, she? Yep. Yep. <laughs> By, twenty-four. Okay. okay. She'll be twenty-five in May.
0: That's that's she's still in plenty young territory where you can say her age without fear of oh, say, yeah. Like twenty-four bad. is fine. <laughs> Uh, We'll revisit this when she's <laughs> perpetually 29 oh. or something like that. Oh. Uh, And she also rides. She's a pretty good rider in her own right. I remember this from, from the yeah. Texas days. Now you guys have a little baby nugget. How old is Avery, by the way? Six months. Six months. Yeah. Good night. My children are obsessed with her. Anytime she comes over, like all they want to do is look at her. What Clint really means is he's obsessed with her. She's <laughs> All right. What were we even talking about? Uh, oh, background. Background. So, I remember talking with the city when they asked us who we recommended, and we told them, and they, they it didn't turn them off, but the eyebrows definitely go up when they find out he's only twenty four.
1: <laughs> I imagine like how much experience. <laughs> we're
0: like he's he's been building forever, it's and true. then we say Andy's twenty four, and they're like. What? This does not compute, <laughs> you know, that like, up. <laughs> but you've been building trails since you were, I don't know, have, is, is there ever a time you can remember not
1: building trails? Uh, not really, I mean, started building when I was nine, like quite a lot actually, uh, we built 16 miles of trail out of Camp Eagle where I grew up, um, and worked worked with a lot of people in that time that knew what they were doing it wasn't just I mean it it definitely started out like oh sweet check out this old horse trail let's reclaim it and it sucked and we learned our lessons but um, uh, some people from Imbo were involved and um, some other just like experienced riders who'd been building for a long time had a lot of input on that system and learned a lot from them at a young age and did a lot of like pay dirt hours for race series at other Uh, other venues throughout the years doing trail work and maintenance and um yeah and then started building professionally in 2016 got like that was the first well i mean i was paid through high school a little bit to build out of the camp but like that was the first like paid job and that was jagged axe the trail in new mexico which then later became the namesake for the company and uh that all just started because we found a nasty old jagged axe head on the trail. I <laughs> still have it. That's not a very exciting naming story, though. I did
0: see that that the Mo Awesome guy, the it's like Mo and Hannah. He does a mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Yeah. He, I don't know which trail specifically, but they did like this tour across America. They went, they were out west and they ended up all the way over in like Kentucky and North Carolina and then back. And they said in their video at Glorietta that it was, like, his favorite trail he's ever ridden. Nice. Yeah, um, I don't know if I actually watched that. I thought they were going to come here. They were They I were know. planning to, but they ran out of time. They had to get to Colorado or I don't know what. <laughs> Mo, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but if somebody knows <laughs> Mo who from from Awesome MTB on YouTube, would you please tell him there's a fan that would be happy to give him a tour of what we're building here? because i thought i was gonna get to ride with him (laughs) he didn't know that but i thought i had a chance so you've been building since you were nine i think the long the job i'm at is the longest i've ever been at any single job in my life and that's uh two years and a couple months (laughs) yeah
1: yeah a lot of hours and just yeah i mean in college too wasn't building professionally and was definitely building some banded trails in Texas I won't say where but um, <laughs> if I wasn't at work or in school I was out building trail I, like just love to do it even before it was a paid job super passionate about it and I like I like to build what I want to ride so I was always encouraged to build because I wanted to ride it and a lot of that stuff doesn't get built if you don't do it yourself well I can definitely say I'm quite
0: happy and even, you know, we had at Shepherd this phase one down there. It's five downhills, green, two blue, two black. Yeah, the green in the middle, it's green blue, pretty. It's green blue. You need to have brakes that work. Yeah. But it's smooth. Smooth wide. Um, but even that trail feels. It really does feel like it goes with the mountain. Like I know it's cut in, but it. Does not have the same old roly bench cut that I'm used to. Um, it, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, yep. It keeps Still going with the mountain. It's got character. It's got side hits. Um, it's fast. <laughs> like if you want to go fast on that. So. In fact, you have to use the brakes on it. Yes. Or you're yeah. going to hit a roller and go huck yourself. Into I say it just
1: gets harder for advanced riders because you're going so fast that some things you start to air out that you shouldn't be airing Yeah. Out. If you see rollers If you're a on green that, you rider, to, it's pretty green because you're not going super fast. But if you start rolling too str- quick, it yeah, gets out of hand. It gets, it There's some get transfers get in there, there that are sneaky. <laughs>
0: I need to find some. Uh, but yeah, I. It's definitely it's obvious to me. Like, you you build f- with more advanced riders still in mind, and not it's not cookie cutter. Like the three trails, well, okay, only one trail's pretty well finished. Um, the yeah. blues about half done. So the
1: greens probably two thirds or three quarters now.
0: So the flavor is so different
1: like new blacks gonna be
0: you know i've been to other places (laughs) where there's a plethora of trails and yeah there some are supposed to be more advanced than the other but they just feel very similar like every one of them the dirt the way the turns flow um you kind of just ride them all as fast as you can like and when i say as fast as you can i mean like you pedal as hard as you can to build some speed and then you just try to hold that speed not a whole lot of need to break hard um, the, the amount of turning the way you kind of you're just going along the side you go up a little down up they're all very similar so even somewhere like to me Kohler you know there's not a huge difference because I haven't been there in a while but they at least the old version there wasn't a huge difference between the way you rode Fireline and the way you had to ride uh, cease and desist and even Rock Solid, which is full of rock, and I know it should be very different. Like, the way I felt like I was trying to ride them was... It was all very similar. I just... If you can pedal and get more speed, get more speed. Whereas these, all three... break, Very <laughs> different. Lots of braking. But... But... The black and the blue are nothing alike. Like,
1: mm-hmm. there's nothing about them other than the very top that's similar. And even, like... We'll just call it Black One for now because we haven't officially named it. But um, Black One that's finished, I mean, what's our average speed, we were talking about this earlier, is like 12 miles an hour or something, 11, yeah, 12. Yeah, it's not um, – the average speed is not that high. But it just doesn't feel slow. It doesn't feel boring. Just a lot of big Maybe. rock moves, checking up for rock rolls, It drops, feels
0: technical corners. I mean, honestly, once you get past – the, the Squirrel Catcher steep roll in. Yeah. Which is pretty close to the top. And you get past... Once you get past that, from there to the bottom, it almost feels like anywhere where you're not touching the brakes feels like an accomplishment. Like, oh, I stayed yeah. off the brakes right. for definitely, a whole second right definitely there.
1: Definitely no pedaling on that uh, run. And for <laughs> sure,
0: once you get past the, the, the first true drop... Yeah. After through. that, anywhere where you go for more than a second, if you don't tap a brake, <laughs> you feel like you, you've gained speed real fast, and you feel like
1: you're
0: you're gonna get
1: out and, of control and die. And it's cool too because I think this will say black two that we started on. Um, it's gonna be I wouldn't say polar opposite, still on the same hill, a lot of the same rock, but. Smaller features sprinkled in lots of just kind of like rock chunder some like higher speed um, Not super tall like stair-steppy stuff and some rock glades, but I'd say the average speed on this run has got to be Like, way closer to 20. Like, I'd say that, like, top times are going to be, like, 18, 19 miles an hour. It's going to be wicked fast, and you will be able to stay off the brakes a lot, which is where people are going to be super fast on it if they're not on the brakes. Because it'll it'll let you, like, the turns are still lots of good turns, but they're mellow, or they have good catch ruts. A
0: little more open.
1: A little more open. Yeah, I mean, it's just full throttle, like... All the way through. How long? Do you know how long it's going to be? It's longer than the other one. It's longer. I, so I, d- I need to get an exact on yeah, The other GPS one, it's on only it. like
0: six little... It's like .62 of a mile on Strava. I think this one's so. probably like .8 or something, I think okay. is what... So You might now. have similar times, but you're going a lot faster. Yeah,
1: I think like time-wise, it's probably similar, but way higher speed. Okay. White-knuckling for different reasons than Black One. Yeah.
0: <laughs> black One, to be named... Um, so I think you get to name them. Yeah, yeah, Unless well, you name it I, something terrible, I mean, the I city's
1: going to be like, great. I think we're naming Black One Cannonball, but just, okay. you know, at this point.
0: That works for me. Um, yeah, but truly, like, the challenge on Black One is not how hard can I pedal, how well can I carry speed to, to keep moving forward on this section. The challenge is how long can I convince myself to let off the brake before I grab it again?
1: Yeah, and a lot of... And it's not of, very long. <laughs> a lot of, like, setup and line choice, like, really factors in your overall speed, I think, you yes. know, because, like, you get offline on some of those sections and there's you have to, like, square back up on the trail de- and it kills so there's much There's definitely
0: a turn or two where... Uh, coming in hot is going to result in losing a lot of time like the
1: one through like the rock shoot deal well that one's the, pretty well, obvious cause yeah it's so steep like
0: <laughs> you don't really have to think of you just you're just trying to stay in control but after that a little closer a couple turns down from there i can thinking of a, oh, that a left hand with
1: the this got like this just like perfect pointy rock, pointy in rock right in the <sighs> middle and you either have to go and if you're above it, it's it works off camber so good. and you got
0: to stay high, but that means you got to break. So you feel like there's no way I'm going fast because you're not, but you still are. But to make the corner, <laughs> you have to go so slow to stay high. And if you don't, you're going to end up having to unclip and like push your bike back up on the trail it's and a, take off and again in a, a bunch a, of rocks. So you can't really pedal. It's, it's going to be amazing. a great
1: race run too. Cause you're just going to have so to like ride within your right limits. There. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those trails that if you don't, don't ride controlled, like just the race runs out, like you're going to go off trail. Yeah, You have to know your lines and you have to ride. But it does within. finish really fast, and even at the top, it's
0: fast. You to say the finish the is top, fast? I mean, the jump. You're over what, twenty yeah, at the top, and, and then, then at the, the bottom, bottom, it's like almost twenty six. Yeah, I uh, I know on my Strava data says one run I I did the Cannon Log that's close to the bottom, and I did not touch the God, brakes from there, looking off that, thing. all the way down around the berm <laughs> into the jump, and it was it was like twenty six point two. Yeah, which on a bike on it's it's solid ground there but i wouldn't call it smooth Uh, it's still pretty (laughs) there's a lot of embedded rock sticking up yeah and so to not touch the brakes all the way around that turn and like commit to i'm not touching the brakes yeah 26 there feels really fast and there is a tree on the outside of that berm at the exit of it if you drift a little too (laughs) wide it's gonna be awful I never even noticed that till the other day. Yeah. Never bothered me until I, I crashed the other day up higher. <laughs> then I started noticing everything. everything yuckle, that tree could hurt like, me. Wow. That, plus there were some leaves kind of down, so I was staying really high up at the edge and then realized, like, oh, that tree is kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's definitely has the high speed. Um, okay, yeah. I feel like blue one that's done right now it it tempts you
1: it's pretty fast to it's it's it tempts you to
0: but the problem is the, those
1: turns are loose right now yeah a couple of them sneak up on you, you. better
0: yeah they will you better be uh, good i think those are going to
1: get rutted nice too that you're going to be able to start carrying more speed they're yeah. going to get like embedded pretty good
0: but it's just a totally different flavor it's it's more roller coastery. it I is feel like. yeah yeah um, that one's a good rip and I think that one will be one that's, like, not terrifying when it's wet. It's yeah. kind of
1: gravelly. A lot of dirt. A lot I mean, of dirt. But not in, like, a mud dirt way. But it doesn't
0: have, like, all these oddly shaped off-camber rocks everywhere that are just waiting to spit you off to the side. I mean, seriously, Lord help us. If, we so, have, if it rains
1: so For far i would BME, say i'm scared black two will be way less threatening in the wet too it only has one okay. section that would be like oh it's a like a glade running across but you run like we line it up you run straight across it zero turn okay but it is like 200 feet on solid rock Okay, so well i mean just don't grab brakes and you'll be fine
0: yeah, keep your point straight. And don't grab brakes. Yeah.
1: Right. nice straight run out, nice straight run in, so it should be fine. Black one, or we can just go ahead and call it <laughs> yeah. cannonball. Sure. Why
0: not? Um, if it rains and we have to race that in the wet, I'll
1: walk. No, I'm um, <laughs> just kidding. I'll be dragging brake.
0: Oh my gosh, it's what line do you take on the big rock? There's a big,
1: fully exposed, huge rock so, spine slab. I guess you still go across the top. I think I'd still go top, and then on the rock, roll into left-hander. I think still the same approach. Like There's drop, only one way to drop, do it. Drop in as slow as you possibly can, and then once you hit dirt, start grab break Just again. Throw your foot out and slide. Flat pedals Take are going Take the teddy line. I think flat pedals are going on if it rains on this course. Like, you think? I don't know. Uh, I've been riding flats back and forth on the like e-bike so a bunch, my so feet I think would fly off. I'm getting used to it. It's <clears> variations variation <throat> spawned.
0: All right, guys. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Alex, appreciate you doing this. Um, we've got a couple guests lined up for some podcasts soon. We're gonna have Dave Elkin with Big Mountain Enduro wants to do podcast, and then uh, next Wednesday night, so it'll probably get published Thursday. We've got Lauren Pointer who um, she's from St. Louis area. I think she set a record for riding the Katy Trail. Um, We've got her lined up, so yeah. Should have a couple more podcasts coming real soon.
1: The pods.
0: Um here's the thing about your Yeti
1: that's the problem. <laughs> oh, here we go. Before it up with we the wrap Yeti. it up. Start with the Yeti and you with went the Yeti
0: with the don't they have all kinds of colours now and you went with the murdered out black. Well You don't strike me as that guy.
1: Well, I, okay, I don't think I would have got the Eddie turquoise. No, I'm with whatever. you there. You can't do that, you know. Um, they're, The gray they have is pretty slick. It's a good color. Okay. And I might have chosen that. But... Um, also, if you're gonna buy one of these, check out Mountain Movement in Springfield.
0: Momentum Springfield. Cycles. Momentum Cycles. Don't do it.
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, down there. If you live closer to, if you live
0: much closer to
1: Springfield than St. Louis, by all means, go where? Where's the place? Mountain Movement. He's got a bunch of Yetis in stock. Go check it out.
0: Yeah, Chris does not
1: pay us anything for this podcast. I don't know why we keep plugging them. Honestly, um, not even getting no, a new bike this he, year. he it was one of those, I had no expectation of buying a bike that day at all. And then I walked out of the store with the Yeti. Just, you know, it's kind of how it goes. Is Not that early. where you got Kelsey's bike? Actually, no. No. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're partnering up with Mountain Movement, and uh, some of that was in discussion that day, and it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll have to get on a brand you guys carry, and we're kind of going to phase out with Jameis. And he's like, well, I got this SP150 in an extra large here. Oh, sitting like, in there on the floor. Oh, he's like, take it outside and test ride it. And I was like, okay, so he threw some pedals on it and pedal around. I was like, oh no. I think it feels sweet. I'm just in a parking lot, so I don't know. But I'm like, fucking off whatever I can. I was like, sure, let's do it. I mean, this is probably the one I'd choose, like SB 150. I'm not real picky on color. I don't know. The black's kind of slick, though. It's pretty nice. It needs pop, it needs some color. Hey, pop. I got that blue stem on there. Hey, Hannah's got a
0: cricket. We could get you some hot pink stickers like like the I have on my bike. That could be our Did thing, Alex. Did you print Alex. those stickers? No, oh. I, got those, I got those from Stickered. Um, I was going to say, dang. But this would move quicker.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You just, go, I, just I have that, you know, it had like a, I think, 50-something mil stem on it, and I was not thrilled on that. So put a... 40 on there and they had an industry nine like you know blue so i've got Uh, you know one little pop on there for you okay maybe i'll end up with some matching wheels the polar opposite of my bike (laughs) yeah all color with some black yeah all black with a little color
0: i'm just not bro enough If you listen to our podcast, you'd know what I'm talking about. We have a whole episode dedicated to how bro are you. How I have bro. a whole point oh, system yeah, yeah. and everything.
1: I, I started that one and didn't end up it, but got to where I was going in the Gosh. car. And, no, no, no. You're no, not no. invited anymore. I just got to where I was going in the, in the car.
0: It's probably here. It's probably, <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably here. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up so we can actually go hang out with our wives who are upstairs. I appreciate it, Alex. And... Uh, if you ever see this guy and you're from Missouri, you should buy him dinner or something. Because, <laughs> no joke, he's he's making all our dreams come true. All right, see you, everybody.
1: See you.